Now back to the happy hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sardar Hammond text line. Both those continue to be open for y'all. Um, always hit us up on Twitter, Nick underscore Saner and at Radio Rico AC. All right. Um, so we got this text in from an unnamed texter. It says, last five mock drafts, none of them have McGowan's going in the first round. Uh, so I guess let's go ahead and let's go ahead and dive right into this conversation here, Rico. Okay, let's let's forget. I'm going to check my favorite website, Tankathon. Let's forget the uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing because he's just an attention seeker. Um, okay, so the first one that I pulled up, NBA Draft.net. It's the first one when you search uh, NBA mock drafts on Google. Uh, it's the first one that comes up. 2022 mock draft updated February 11th. So this is a little. Old, I suppose. Uh, Bryce McGowan's they have going 15th overall to Atlanta. Um, other notable names in there, Jaden Ivey from Purdue, they have set going 2nd overall. Um, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, they have going 7th overall. Um, Keegan Murray from Iowa, 11th overall. Atlanta's really interesting. They have multiple um, first-round picks. So does Portland. Um, so does Orlando, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's Orlando's there's a, a decent amount. Yeah, there's a couple interesting ones um in here just pick wise. But I guess with this whole thought of, of Bryce McGowan's, I mean Nate Nate and Bach kind of talked about it extensively yesterday. Uh I, I will say this. I, I think if Bryce McGowan's comes back, then it makes it a lot easier to keep Fred Hoyberg. I think that's that's yes. very understandable um, because then you have an idea that maybe Trey is back. And I understand uh, Trey statistically is not putting up, you know, ungodly numbers. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that. However, something with this program over and over again has been new and fresh faces. And the the the, the best way to develop a team or develop a program in terms of just trying to find some continuity and, and trying to build off of previous seasons is having familiar faces around other familiar faces in the locker room. And that would would help with two guys, Bryce McGowan's and Trey McGowan's, if they decide to come back. Now, on the flip side <coughs> excuse me. On the flip side of that, what are the odds that a guy like Bryce McGowan's comes back? Well, me and Rico were kind of talking briefly during the break there. If he's outside the top 20, I think the chances for him coming back are pretty high. If Bryce McGowan's, I look, I have complete confidence in saying this, and maybe I shouldn't, but I do, and I don't know why. If Bryce McGowan's is not a lottery pick, he will be back at Nebraska next season. Lottery is top 14? Top, I think it's top 15, top six. It's, okay. you know, it's, it's, the, it's the best one. So the best yeah. ones, whatever. 
uh, if he's not a lottery pick, even if it's late lottery, he he is coming back to Nebraska next season. And if he comes back, I have a good, I have a good feeling Trey comes back. And if those two come back, I have a good feeling that uh, you know, depending on draft projections, Derek Walker comes back. So if you can get at least those three back to Nebraska for next season, that that bodes pretty well for Nebraska because as you said, you know, especially in the in the Big Ten, continuity having an older team, and I know he'd be a sophomore, Bryce would, but he's clearly the best player on our team, and he'd have another year mm-hmm. to develop those skills and to, and to become a better player. And, you know, the continuity he would gain from, from being around all of those players another season, uh, this team would look better. I don't know. I don't know, you know, record projections. Well, I, I believe that they would have a much better record than they have this season. Uh, but, like, if I, I think Bryce McGowan's right now, the body he has, the skill set he has, the way he plays the game, he could easily be a mm-hmm. mid to late lottery draft pick, and it would be totally fine. Like I don't, I don't think teams would even think that that was a reach. Like it would be, it would be perfectly fine with a bunch of, of teams. And if people want to say, oh well, he can't shoot, oh well, he can't do this, well. The NBA is all about bo- right now. It's all about body types. Absolutely. It's all about Delano, how. It's all Delano about the perfect example. Yeah, it's all about how you look. And he has an NBA body. And when you get there, they believe that they can take take him with the way that he looks and turn him into a solid NBA player. I mean, he's he's six seven with guard skills. Like you don't. Yeah. You don't get that very often. What's what's what you said is interesting. Um, when you're talking about the whole, you know, what to do with the future of Nebraska basketball and. How what, you know the decision that Trev Alberts has in front of him in terms of figuring out what to do with the head coach and the coaching situation and and all that. Um, what's interesting, what you said, Rico, with you know if you come back, this team has a chance to get better. I think it would also eliminate the excuse of saying, "Well, we at least tried it when guys were coming back, and if it doesn't work, if it didn't work, or if it wasn't good enough, then." Then you kind of exhaust all your reasonings for to keep him, right? Because mm-hmm. one of the one of the excuses is, well, he's just never had continuity on his roster. This year was the most. Um, this was supposed to be the year where he had familiar, somewhat a few familiar faces coming back. Obviously, Derek Walker only really played half of the season last year, um, but you have Bryce and Trey playing together. You have uh, other guys coming back that are are familiar with how the the program works mm-hmm. and Trey missed at least a third of yes. the season. Yes. Um but with that I think if you hold on to coach Hoiberg next year and, and guys like Derek Walker come back and a guy like CJ Wilcher is still kind of being your guy off the bench. Casey figures out his shot. Um whatever happens with Lat. Um also Bryce and Trey, right? The two biggest ones right mm-hmm. there. There are things to be I, I don't want to use the word excited, but you can say, okay, you can point to a couple things and say this is something that has that is involving the program that has not in a, the first three years under Fred Hoiberg. Um, it's similar to the football thing, right? This year, it's all right. Wholesale changes on the offensive side of the ball hasn't that hasn't happened before? That hasn't happened. Um, it, it's wholesale changes. What is different about this next season that? from the previous year when it was atrocious and a train wreck, mm-hmm. right? And that can go for both football and basketball. And so I think if they decide to keep Coach Hoiberg, I think it becomes really, really interesting um, in terms of figuring out who stays. Because one guy, like, I forgot, or not forgot, but, like, 
I, I was thinking about the other day is a guy like Shamil Stevenson, who was on the team last year, ended up transferring out. Like, that's a guy that Nebraska could have used right now. Like, it's another body that had been in the program. And unfortunately, like, he just he transferred out, and, and that's fine. Um, like, you know, wish you the best. But that's a body that they wouldn't have had to replace if he sticks around. And so you wonder about, you know, attrition, then that whole discussion comes up. Uh, on the text line, we get this. You guys are wild. That's all. How are we wild? I don't, I don't I know I will also say said. this. I, I, Please explain. Yeah, if you're if you're leaning, like, thinking that I'm saying that there's reasons for to be excited about next season, I'm not. I'm not excited to watch the rest of the games this season. Like, no, we're not. I, we're not, not saying to. We're not saying to. You know, well, pack it in and wait for next season because they're going to be great. We're just saying, absolutely not. If if Bryce McGowan's decides to stay, you have a good chance of keeping Trey McGowan's. If those two decide to stay, you have a good chance of keeping Derek Walker. If all three of those players decide to come back, maybe Fred Hoiberg comes back, or or maybe they come back because Fred Hoiberg is coming back. Yeah, um, it's just. You know what came first, the chicken or the egg? Situation there. Yeah. But if you return those three core players, and I know we've said this before, you would believe that the team would improve because and, you would have an older team, which is mm-hmm. what the the better teams in the Big Ten right now have. They have older older players leading them. Um, so if Nebraska can do that and they can get their best player to stay another year, develop under the coaching staff, develop in the offseason, not straight out of high school, um, you would believe that this team would be better. I'm not saying, you know, you know, best in in the Big Ten or, you know, one of the best Big Ten teams. They you would believe this team would be better than they than they are this year. Okay, so that that same texture makes a very good point. I mean, is it really possible to get any worse next year? Bingo. And that's if you go back and listen to our I mean, show from from the previous week, here's the deal. I basically called for them to fire Fred Hoiberg. You I, did. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. I, I have no problem saying that because at the end of the day, Nebraska is one and whatever in the conference and has seven wins. And expectations at Nebraska bas- for Nebraska basketball – Get 14 wins or 15 wins, bingo. Nebraska fans are happy you're selling out PBA. It's not great, but it's great for Nebraska basketball. Yeah. And you're not even close. Like, you have to double the amount of wins to get to the point where you're getting 14 wins. Like, if you think about it and break it down, it is not good. Um, And so that's where I have no problem coming out and saying that they need there needs to be a change. Yeah. Now... It's not that I want there to be a change, but in terms of what's best for the program and the the development of the program, you have to think that at least showing the fan base that you're trying to win and that you care about winning is a pretty big part. Mm-hmm. Also, worrying about, we, we've talked about it many times, what all the things that Trev Alberts has to take into consideration when making this decision. That's it's not just on the court. It's off the court. How interested are fans? You guys have texted in and called in multiple times throughout the course of our daily shows and and admitted to us, and understandably so, that you don't care. A lot of season ticket holders giving up their season tickets, and that's something that Trev's going to have to take into account. And I just want to address a texture on the text line, unnamed uh, 4859, saying, it's hard to think that bringing back Walker without a starting caliber center would be a good thing. We Mm -hmm. will not win with undersized Walker playing center. Well, guess what? 
you're getting 6'11", 240-pound Blaze Keita next season. Which allows Derek Walker maybe to be put in a position, a better position where he's successful. Think about this starting lineup. Romel Lloyd Jr., who is a, what, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six point guard. Yep. Like, true point guard if you watch him play. Uh, plays coming on, in. Also plays on a high caliber of high school basketball. High caliber. He plays for Sierra Cannon, which is part of uh, – he's teammates with Bronny James and, and all them as well. So, so high so caliber of basketball. Think about this starting lineup. Bronny James – or not Bronny James. Wow, that was <laughs> You know, but guy says we need to recruit Bronny so Bronny's, we can get LeBron. Bronny's not going to college. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. Ramel Lloyd Jr., Trey McGowans, Bryce McGowans, Derek Walker, Blaze Keita. Yeah. You've got a true point guard who's six six. You've got a what? What is Trey? Six five, six five defender who is also not afraid to take it to the rim. Who you know is also a secondary ball handler. A six 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 seven uh, potential first round draft pick if he comes back next season uh, with shooting ability uh, can bounce out of the gym and if he puts his mind to it can be a really good defender because he is long and lanky. You've got Derek Walker. You've seen what he can do. He's got some of the prettiest footwork underneath the basket, and he's a great and willing passer. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, Blaze Keita, who's 6'11", plays much bigger than he is, is a shot blocker extraordinaire and the number one uh, prospect in the JUCO ranks coming to Nebraska next season. Somebody just said absolutely no shooting that starting five. Okay, that's that's fine, number one. Number two, maybe Nebraska then needs to change what they're trying to do. Then... That's exactly the point and, and what's been a, a bugaboo. I think that's the right word in this a scenario. Yeah. A bugaboo of this coaching staff. They're not adjusting to what they have. They're trying to adjust the guys that they have to what they want to be. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 been, that's been the problem, right? Trying to shoot three balls with, with some bad three-point shooters. Not, I mean, not, gonna have... not on paper necessarily coming in. They're great yeah. three-point shooters. But when they get to PBA and on the Big Ten floor, they cannot shoot threes. Yeah. So, like, with that, once again, then that's that goes into my point, and Rico made it earlier as well. That goes into our point of saying maybe there needs to be wholesale changes like changing your identity or, or finding an identity that's not offense. Mm-hmm. Not shooting the three ball. Who cares if you win forty nine to forty five? You win. Who cares? No, nobody cares if you're going to be seventeen and nine and and with and your highest score is sixty two. Yes, and your high score is sixty two, and you're holding teams to about forty eight fifty points per game. Nobody's nah, going to care. You're winning. You're I winning, don't care. which is something you're not doing and yeah. have not done in the last three years. You'll get people after a while be like, "Oh man, I wish you would score more." Yeah, it doesn't matter. You have seventeen wins. I don't care. 17 wins, not asking a whole lot. Like you, you think, for, you think Virginia fans care no. that they're scoring 50 points a game when they, they won a national championship? I don't think they cared. I just think like that works right into the point because you're absolutely right. Like Maybe it is a lineup that has no shooting, or maybe it's a lineup that has no height, but that is what the coach's responsibility is. That's a long lineup. I don't know. Yeah, height maybe not, but that's a long lineup. That, like That's, that's exactly you're, – you're, you make a really good point. Because that shows exactly what. What do you, this, what do you want to come in here? Come in here. Come Nate. in here. This, Don't this, talk outside the glass. This exactly kind of shows. Hold on. Hold on. Close the door. Hold on. Close the Easy. door. Easy. And so that's what I'm saying. But like, maybe maybe it's time to look once again at the coaches and say maybe it's not the players that's the problem, and look at the coaches and say the coaches need to adjust what they want to do to the guys that they have in their locker room. Also, I didn't. Two points. 
As someone that knows plenty of UVA fans, they could score 40 points a game. They don't care. Exactly. If yeah. They won a national championship. If you're winning, exactly. nobody cares. But with that being said, that national championship team had Ty Jerome, DeAndre Hunter, and Kyle Guy, who were all yes. lights-out shooters. You have to have at least one person that can shoot. Texter yeah, was entirely right. right. When you have a starting five and I no agree. one can spread the floor, yeah. you're screwed. You're absolutely right. You're screwed. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. You, you, you have gotta, to have someone that can spread the you floor. Gotta, you Ramel, gotta have, Ramel can shoot. You gotta have one guy that you can go to. Bryce can shoot. He's not consistent Uh, right now. If if he's not consistent right now, but he can shoot. He's had games where he can shoot. He's had games. He can shoot. He's not consistent. He can shoot. It's still a threat. You don't want to leave him wide open. See, I I don't know. Here's the thing: is I don't know if if I would say that it's a threat. I think that's all Nebraska has. It's like, a threat. It, I mean, it goes I, like, in. No, I, I, don't, I don't think that – I don't. I wouldn't classify Look, or count that as a threat. Casey's not hitting right now, but people still close out on him. Well, because that's all he does. Exactly. That's all he does is shoot threes. Well, he tries to get to the rim. He gets blocked. You yes. Just, you, have to, you have to have someone that it can consistently stretch the floor. Nebraska doesn't have You that. would have that coming up – well, hopefully coming off your bench yeah, with C.J. Wilcher. You would hope. At least one. Also, I looked at the mock drafts, and I looked at like four of them, and none of them had him even going in the first round. Like we just, most we just looked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. most recent ones, none yes. of them have him going in the first round. Okay, so we get this. Um, okay, you know what? Let's we go ahead and take, take a break. break. We'll come back with it. Yeah, when we come back, we'll we'll keep this conversation going. Keep sending your text, 402-464-5685. We'll wrap up the happy hour on a Tuesday next up. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.